Hello, hello, and welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. I'm absolutely elated right now. This is going to be a class video or podcast, if you prefer to go with the audio version without my face. I'm Adam for the Two Network, as I've said, and wow, I am absolutely absolutely buzzing still, the adrenaline still coursing through my veins. What a day, what a performance, what a match. It was absolutely fantastic to watch. Amazing atmosphere. Obviously, um, after the last uh, War Flags display, um, which was very blatantly directed at the owner, the flags uh, were were not permitted at this um, at this game, there were a couple in the Leasers end, but uh, no statements being made by the Gallagher end, um, which is a pity, but to be honest, <laughs> given the last one, um, not wholeheartedly unsurprising. Anyway, I haven't even said this result. Newcastle United won, Manchester United nil. We've beaten second place. This is the first win at home since we beat Crystal Palace 1-0 thanks to a Marino header months ago. It was months ago. We've had, we've lost against Watford, we've lost against Everton, we've lost against Bournemouth, we've drawn against Swansea, we've drawn against Burnley. Like we just, we just haven't been able, we've lost against Man City, we just haven't been able to, to get our home form into gear whatsoever. But I tell you what, today, everybody turned up. Everybody in our team turned up, and I know there was a lot of disappointment when the news came through that Slomani hadn't even made the bench today. It was, there, was a, there was a lot of hope and speculation that he might have been around, um, but he wasn't. A few tuts and groans when we saw that uh, Perez and Gale were going to be playing up top. Shelvy and Diarmi, um I thought was... You know, fairly easy to predict, even even despite um, Rafa Benitez's very unpredictable lineups at times. Um, the only change to the back four was the fact that Lejeune replaced Clark. Um, I'm not sure if Clark had an injury or, or, or something today, um, <clears throat> but as you might have seen on a couple of my previous videos, I was kind of vying for Lejeune to come back in over Clark. I thought I think Clark hadn't been at the races the last month or so and I was eager for Lejeune to return and <laughs> what a game he had but the big news in the team sheets obviously uh, Richie and uh, Kennedy were in there as well on the wings but the biggest news of the team sheet that, that, that new goalkeeper Martin Dubravka who <clears throat> many thought might have got a start against Palace uh, he didn't Dolo retained his place, but maybe Rafa just wanted that little extra time working with him. He wanted to maybe give him a home debut because, as we've seen, what we saw was with Matt Sells when he came in, what we've seen with Elliot, what we've seen with Dolo, goalkeeping is all about confidence. It's obviously about having talent in the first place, but you presume that given they're all professional footballers, but it's all about mentality. It's about having the confidence and the conviction to go through with your actions and your decision making. And what we saw from Martin Dubravka today was nothing short of just super, it was superb. He was brilliant. 
the first time, I mean, he hadn't known what to do in the, <coughs> he hadn't known what to do for the first um, half an hour or so, but it was the ball, the, 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 the first big chance uh, from, from Man United today was a ball played through from Nemanja Matic, who, it was on a counter-attack, he expertly split uh, the space between John Joe Shelby and Paul Dummett. And Martial was on the right-hand side, and Dubravka did this very almost seemingly simplistic action of going low, yet still maintaining a, a strong, large frame. And, and, he, and he basically... Many goalkeepers in that situation might have rushed off the line and just gone to clatter him, or at least try to make him go round or give him something... But Dubravka just stood firm, he held his ground, and he basically, somehow, by, stand, by standing still around the six-yard box, he made Martial make that decision. Sometimes if a goalkeeper's flying out, it will, it will dictate to the attacker what they then do. But, but Dubravka basically, he sort of double-bluffed Martial, he's like, go on then, what are you going to do? And he, and, he, and, he, and he saved a shot, which was a right-hand, uh, right-foot shot from Martial that was going to just sort of sneak in uh, the, the near post. And he got a leg in the way and a very important leg. And that, this was the first sort of major challenge of Dubravka's Newcastle career against second in, the, second in the league, you know. And then from the resulting corner, I'm pretty sure he just, he went up for this, he went up to, to meet it and he, he just grabbed it with such, um, as I said before, this word conviction. But composed as well, he he, he he leapt for that ball knowing that he was going to get it, and that minute was, I think, so so important and set the tone for his performance and the defensive performance for the rest of the game because the crowd were were very impressed by that. It was it was a great little minute, the save and the clutch for the for the cross, and when you're a new goalkeeper entering a new country, he's been around the block a bit. He's not he's not. He's not young. He's 29, um, Dubravka, but and he's had it. He's got international experience. He's played against Matt Ritchie's Scotland, but he just had this this commanding presence in the area, which I've 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 criticised Dollar for not having this and <clears throat> this you know this this conviction and authority at the back. And there was a lot said about the fact that Dubravka was barking a lot of orders at the defence, like he was organising and I think this is one of the reasons why Rafa Benitez has brought him in because he wants he wants a goalkeeper who will shout, cast your mind back to Peter Schmeichel at, at Man United in the, in the 90s, he used to bark out orders so much that he, the defenders would be fearful of putting a, a step wrong because he would be there at the back and giving them pelters, you know, so I think it's really important that we've got, so we've obviously got Lascelles who's very organised and and will shout at people no matter who they are. But maybe you need an extra pair of eyes. We've got an extra set of lungs and an extra voice that will tell people exactly where they're going wrong. And you know, we've got a <clears throat> we've got a back four that hasn't got the best quality, but it's all about how they work together as a unit. And 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 today, the way they defended, the way they fought, and they threw bodies. I mean, we, we mentioned this against Crystal Palace, but the way they threw bodies in the way of Manchester United chances today was it's nothing short of spectacular. It was, I mean, <clears throat> Lejeune came back in and he was winning absolutely everything in the air. He was winning everything in the air. 
You had Dummett fighting for everything. You had Lascelles winning everything in the air. You had Yedlin racing back, getting back into position and trying to make it... Like, first half, Yedlin had Alexis Sanchez in his back pocket. To the point that it almost looked like in the second half, Sanchez came a bit more centrally. Maybe that was me just sort of seeing him because he was maybe had a free role, but Yedlin had the measure of Sanchez and, and, and from the half-time whistle, it was like... What people were talking about was the fact that Alexis Sanchez, this big superstar, had spent most of the time on his ass because he, he wasn't... He was trying to win a couple of free kicks, he wasn't getting the rub. He, he was frustrated. And that's what we did. We, we frustrated Manchester United. So we, we, we survived a, a good chance in the, in, in the first half from Martial and the Dubravka save. But, but Newcastle had a really good opportunity in the first half as well, which, which um, I mean, <laughs> given what happened against Burnley, where everyone was telling Perez to give it to Kennedy, the free kick, and then he, Perez ended up taking it and ignoring that and skying it and wasting a really good opportunity. It was Gale and Kennedy stood over this ball. It was it suited a right footer because it was on the left hand side of the box. And I was kind of saying to my mate Paul, I was just thinking, still give it to Kennedy. Even though it doesn't favour a left footer as much as a right footer, I would have still said, just give it to Kennedy, because he's just he's got the best technique, man. <clears throat> and what Gale's trying to do is like play it underneath the underneath a jumping wall, which didn't quite work, but it bounced out and came to Shelby, who really, you know, he he, he hit it really hard. And he ended up um, smashing a ball across. Um, it was in the. It was going to the corner. I mean, it, it, De Gea's save looked quite comfortable in the end, really. But it was the fact that um, there was a. You know, he, he made him work, and it really got the crowd up. And it was suddenly like, right, we're playing well here. We're keeping them. Under, under control and actually we were in control of the game for pretty much most of the first half it has to be said we we contained them well but it wasn't like the Manchester City game at all we contained but we contained with a view I mean the Man City game it was obvious that we wanted to break we just couldn't but in, in with Man United we you know you look at their team their front six whoever it is that they're going to be playing are, you know they'll be exceptional and I really, I'm a big fan of Mourinho. I know Rafa Benitez, Jose Mourinho rivalry, and we get out of that in a bit. But I really like Mourinho. I, I, I admire him as a manager. He, he doesn't always say or do the things that people like. Um, he's co quite controversial, often for the sake of it. But it's for him. It's all about how he how he wins matches, how he wins game, how he's won so many trophies. But you look at that front six and you think, yeah, some fantastic talent on the Man United side. But the back four. And when you think of Ashley Young, who's, you know, playing the twilight of his career, you've got Jones and Smalling, who I would not say are top two Premier League centre-backs. They're just not. And you've got Valencia, who I think is a good player, but he's ultimately... Ultimately, you've got full-backs that are converted wingers. De Gea is obviously a class apart, but that back four is there to be exploited. And, and, and what I kind of saw with the team selection was that with Gale and Perez, are we going to be able to challenge for aerial balls? Not too many. 
Although, in fairness to them both, I am Perez won his fair share of headers today, which surprised me. You know, I mean, I mean he's, he's taller than a lot of people give him credit for, I think, but in terms of <clears throat> those two up front, you kind of just discount being able to lump it up because look at them and look at Jones and Smalling. <clears throat> Excuse me, but, but what, what they give is that they give mobility, they give movement, they will stretch defences, and I think what we saw was a lot of balls, certainly in the first half, a lot of balls being lumped high and over the top of Smalling and Jones for Perez and Gale to run onto. And what, we, what it was, it was just we, were, we kept asking questions. We asked the question. If you don't ask questions of the defenders, you make it too easy for them. So even a ball just like dropped in behind and going to the corner, it might be, they might deal with it quite well. But ultimately, if, you're, if you press well enough and we, with the pace that Perez and Gale have, you know, it, they end up having to sort of pass it around a bit nervously. You make them, you know, you, you, you might knack at their confidence a bit. It went back to De Gea quite a lot, who had to just boot it up. And then if it's booted up without too much time to think about the distribution, then we've got a chance of winning a header and maybe coming back at them. So I thought in terms of those tactics for the first half, we, we put them under a lot of pressure. And although we didn't create too many sort of big chances in that first half, we definitely let them know that there was a football match there to be won and that we weren't just going to roll over. And Benitez has, has been under a lot of pressure um, to get some results, to get some wins. The fact that we haven't won at home in months. The fact that... I mean, we all know the issues with transfers and a lack of strengthening, but <clears throat> a lot of the media calling upon Rafa Benitez to show... Uh, Earn, you know, earn your money, show what you're really made of. You know, it's, it's pr pr provocative statements from the media, but what he's done today against Jose Mourinho's Man United, second position Man United, <clears throat> is as he's proved that he can win a Formula One race with a, you know, a Mr. Bean three-wheeler. It, it, it's, <clears throat> it, it's absolutely... But it, but it, was, it wasn't a smash-and-grab win. Yeah, yes, to an extent... We've had, <clears throat> we've had about 30-odd percent possession um, today, yet we've won. I mean, a lot of the possession uh, that Man United gained in the, in the second half um, warped, warped the stats a bit. But <clears throat> if we have a look at the stats uh, to, from today, the possession stats in the end, we've got 36%. And we won 1-0, you know. But... We've, you know, we've had a third of the possession versus their two-thirds, and we've got three shots on target. They only managed six in the end, 10 and 13. So it was a, it was a quite an even game, really. Like, if, if you look at it like that, and, you know, many might, many might feel that we... Many people might think that we've, uh, we've been lucky to get a result in, in many respects. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've, be, we've been lucky because the amount of chances that Manchester United created and failed to convert. I mean, and this is the difference. <clears throat> Let's talk about the Newcastle goal. So, it all started when Smalling was coming, bringing the ball out of defence and he, he... he dived, basically. He's bringing the ball out of defence, he dived, and he was, he was showing a yellow card for it. I mean, I, I stood up and I went ballistic initially because I was... I was absolutely certain that the referee had given the free kick the other way. I thought they'd given it to Man United. And I was like, 
I was, I was up out of my seat saying, no, no, he's dived, he's down. And then it was only when he gave the yellow card to Swalling that I realised that actually we'd got the free kick. <clears throat> up steps Shelby, um, who I thought today was just out of this world. I think that's probably the most complete performance we've seen from John Joe Shelby. Certainly in the Premier League since he arrived. He had a very, very good game against Liverpool, the 1-1 at home. But I think this is his best performance since, and I think this even beats that because he was everywhere. And not only was it his <clears throat> his control and keeping the tempo, um, it for me it was more his, his attitude and his defensive qualities today. You know, for a centre midfielder, you know, most centre midfielders, you would expect to get your you know your, your hands dirty and get a few tackles in there. That's really not John Joe Shelby's game. It's not his natural game. But today. I mean, I haven't checked the stats for, for tackles for John Joe Shelby, but they will be extremely, phenomenally high because he was everywhere. And him and Diarmi and both of them together just played, they played out of this world, a pair of them, played the socks off. And I think that's where the game was, was won and lost. I think it was in that set. I think Pogba just didn't turn up. I think Diarmi's um, ability to, to match Pogba physically... And the fact that Diarmi's been given this role the last month or so where he basically is just a breaker-up. He's a breaker of play. He, he, he will intercept, he will block, he will just... He will get in the way. And he he just got in the way of Pogba today and he, he destroyed him and Pogba had to come off. And Pogba hasn't been having the best relationship with Jose Mourinho of late. So it wasn't a massive surprise that, the, that he just got hauled off. But, you know, the fact that two of their substitutes was Carrick and then the young lad that came on later... Um, Sort of said everything. I mean, Matt was the only game-changing substitute they made. But but getting back to the Newcastle's goal from a Chris Smalling dive in his own area, which is just bizarre anyway. Shelby's lumped a long ball across. I mean, it's what we used to do all the time. Back Mike Williamson at the back post. But we've got Lascelles and Lejeune there now, and Lejeune rose to meet it. Came into Gale and the, with his back to goal six-yard area, and he just laid it off for Richie, who who the time of the run was just beautiful and what a slot. Hashtag slot. Pasta here. To here I was going to pray. It was going right in the corner. <clears throat> An absolute scenes of pandemonium. I, I was going I was going crazy. And really weird because I, I was in a different position. Uh, I was in a different seat today. So I'm usually in the East Stand. Um, and I was in the Platinum Club today. And I was just next to where the fence was. Where all the posh, all the posh lads sit. And I was about 15 feet away from Sir Bobby Charlton. I think Ed Woodward was there and uh, Rashford and a few of the Manchester United reserves and things who weren't in the squad but had travelled were also in, 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 in the, you know, the, the, the expensive seats. But I was about 15 feet away from Bobby Charlton, you know, the Geordie that has basically spent an entire lifetime trying to pretend he's not from Ashington. So um, I, I gained immense pleasure um, dancing in the steps raucously, possibly gyrating slightly, um, making sure that Bobby Charlton... <laughs> I was in Bobby Charlton's eye line. That was, that was my... I mean, I didn't look across explicitly and just sort of, like, stare him out going... Ugh! But, ah, I was, I was going nuts, man. It was fantastic. Those celebrations were amazing. Absolutely amazing. Everyone getting involved. But you kind of think, in, like, 65 minutes, there's still so much of the game to play, and we're still playing Manchester United, who are second in the league... Manchester United, who are, have a propensity to score 
very late on, you know, they might be winning 1-0 or drawing and then suddenly win 4-1 because they've scored three in the last seven minutes. I mean, that, they've done that plenty of times this season. They had the likes of Mata and Lukaku and Alexis Sanchez and, you know, well, Pogba went off. But, you, you know, th these are, these are game-changing players, world-class players that could not get through the, the, the doggedly determined defence that we had. Like, I thought Lejeune was just immense coming back in. I, I, like, like Dubravka, <clears throat> excuse me, my, whole, my voice is still very, very hoarse, as you can, as you can tell. But all of, the, all of the defenders were just throwing bodies in the way. I mean, there was a couple of goal-mount scrambles where, <clears throat> you know, Dubravka's had to make a save. They've missed another chance. It's off the line. I mean, there was the really good attack where Lukaku took it around a couple of players on the, on the right wing, his right wing, drove in towards the, um, the, you know, the, the edge of the box, and he played just a, a right-angle ball that was just inch-perfect for Sanchez. Sanchez came running onto it from the, from the wing <clears throat> with a diagonal run. Dubravka's come out, he's got clattered. Sanchez has taken it round him. He's basically got an open goal, Sanchez, but he's kind of like... He sort of hesitates, and, 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 and who is it who slides in but Florian Lejeune, who'd been winning everything in the air, and Lejeune just slid in and basically saved what looked like a surefire goal, and maybe on another day that goes in and Alexis Sanchez gets all the headlines, but no, Matt Ritchie will get all the headlines, Dubravka will get all the headlines, Shelby, Diame, Lejeune, the whole defence will get the headlines, because we, as, a, as a team we just... And I've mentioned this on... Um, I mentioned this on uh, one of the True Faith podcasts uh, a couple of weeks ago. Our squad are fighting. Unlike a lot of the teams in the bottom half, they're fighting for their manager. They are fighting for Rafa Benitez. And you saw that today. You saw how much they were thrown. They, were, they did not care if it was going to hurt. They threw the body in there. They threw the head in there. We had two lads kicked. We got, we got Perez and Atsu got kicks to the face. I mean, I don't know why the Perez one didn't get, um, it wasn't sanctioned with a yellow card, but Valencia got um, Atu with a really dangerous challenge. And I think yellow was probably fair, but, <clears throat> you know, getting back to fighting for your manager and Benitez, and what I was saying about the M M Benitez versus Mourinho rivalry, you know, what makes me really sad is that, and what concerned at the same time is that Benitez doesn't have a team that, you know, he regards Conte and Mourinho and Yes, Guardiola as as his peers, but he doesn't have a team. He doesn't have a team good enough to be able to compete with them on a consistent basis. And that's with Newcastle and without investment. That's what we we have. We don't have a team that he can compete. And it's like he just you know he wants to be back up there, and he knows he wants to get one over on these teams. But he's been beaten four one away and three one away and against Man United and Chelsea's and. You know, it's 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 a completely, it's a, it's a different kind of management game that he's in now because he doesn't have the he doesn't have the team that he can match at the top. So today's victory is so so sweet for Rafa Benitez because tactically, spot on, spot on. We didn't sit back, but we contained well. We kept them. We basically they were left trying to pass it into the net and they just couldn't get we could, there was just too many bodies we flooded the back we parked the bus <laughs> against Mourinho but we still offered things going forward as well 
and it was just it was just a special special day and you know that we mentioned the Dubravka saves and, and and the one particular I mean there was a there was another save where I mean where Dubravka seemingly got a blow to the head you're kind of worried because you're thinking bloody hell he's having a he's having an absolute storming game here we, we don't want to bring Darlow on because he's basically man mountain here Dubravka and there was another one where Ashley Young got the better of Yedlin and cut in and there was another save there from point back range and, 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 and people hoofing it wide and Dummett's throwing his body in and just everyone just fighting for it. And then obviously in, in, in stoppage time, I mean, it was only, in, in, in the, you know, the shot in stoppage time, deep into stoppage time, Dubravka's just made a one down below with his left hand and just, I, today could have gone so, so, so differently. And usually these victories, you can only, you can dream of them, but you, you never expect them to actually happen. I mean, I think I, I, I Expected a three 0 defeat today, but it but it but it wasn't. It was the, the crowd was so raw. It was only about eighty five minutes, eighty seven minutes maybe that I probably allowed myself to believe that we might nick a point, not even not even win it one nil with because of how how much talent Man United have at their disposal, and how disappointing the likes of Pogba and Sanchez were. You know, I thought. Lukaku was a handful, but again, didn't have too many clear good chances. Or, sorry, maybe he did in those scrambles. I, I couldn't really determine out having not seen it on the TV. I didn't get the the, the um, I didn't get the benefit of replays. But it was it could have gone very very differently. And I think Man United will be it will be more about their ruining their missed chances. But what a performance from Dubravka! And I think I mean it's really really difficult picking a man of the match because I think John Joe Shelby's had his, probably his best game in a Newcastle shirt. Proven a lot of play, uh, a lot of doubt is wrong. Um, I think Diarmi was amazing. Lejeune coming back in, but I mean all the defence. Richie's goal was fantastic. Um, I mean it's between Shelby and Dubravka, and do you know what? I'm going to give man of the match to Dubravka because I love Shelby. A, a, a lot of people, and I know you frustrates many people, but today is kind of one of the absolutely one of the reasons why I love Shelby because he, the, the, this talent that he does possess, he does have the ability. It's all. It's all mental, and he mentioned in his in his program notes today about he knows what's right, what's wrong. He knows what he has to do mentally. He knows that he's his own worst enemy and the self-destructive element inside of him. But he really proved that today. He really, it's not just lip service. He he showed it was a mature, professional performance, which yeah, you'd expect from any professional. But we, in the context of Shelby's scattered disciplinary history, that's exactly what we needed in a big game. And he turned up and he delivered. And Diarmi next to him, two very very different midfielders, but they just work in tandem so so well, and form a guard, and that's what they did. And it just it was Shelby's defensive performance that I thought was amazing. But Dubravka to come in on your on your debut, in a new country in a new league, and pull off that kind of performance, a match winning performance like that. Honestly, I I, I've, I I can't think of more superlatives for Martin Dubravka. He was sensational, and. Rafa Benitez will be, um, I, he will be so so chuffed. I mean, amazingly, I mean, this is this is how crazy the league is. Amazingly, that takes us up into thirteenth. We were briefly after the Huddersfield four-one against Bournemouth earlier in the day. We were briefly in the relegation zone. Now we are. We're three points off Bournemouth. We're three points away from the top half. One win away from the top half. That's crazy. 
<laughs> That's absolutely insane. So, and, and Southampton have you know dropped her from uh, losing against uh, Liverpool. So we've got a bit of a break now, but the next game that we have is away to Bournemouth, and if they've just put in an horrible performance against Huddersfield, who you know really are one of the worst teams in the league. Um, and then we've got a game against uh, Liverpool away. So we've got a couple of tricky fixtures coming up. But the Bournemouth one will be what Rafa Benitez will be looking from to get Slomani involved, I think. I think it was important that he... I mean, you, you kind of forget now that Slomani... You know, the disappointment of Slomani not even being in the squad. But suddenly we did all of that without Slomani. You know, Kennedy had his amazing debut against Burnley. We, we were lucky not to win that game, given the penalty and his performance in the, in the post. Debravka's come in for his debut and he's torn up and he's got a man of the match debut as well. Is Slomani going to come in against Bournemouth with an extra week under his belt, a couple of weeks from now, for more rest and recuperation and for training and getting himself match fit? Could he come and bring in a man of the match performance as well? Let's, let's, let's hope so because it's so crucial now. And the difference that a couple of back-to-back -back wins can, can do, the, the, the difference that this win against second in the league Manchester United against a Jose Mourinho side with, which was oozing talent and we managed to keep them out. Now, <clears throat> it'll be hilarious because the media will be lauding this performance from, from, from Rafa Benitez. His tactics were spot on. You know, ultimately, his tactics today weren't, weren't a million miles away from the Man City tactic. Yet he got absolute... He got... He got drowned in criticism from all corners of the media. Yet, watch watch how they react now. Yes, he won one and lost one, but that wasn't what they were uh, criticising him about. They were criticising his anti-football tactics, these defensive tactics, these park-the-bus tactics. So, it's weird that he does the same thing. One came close, a bit unlucky, didn't quite come off, and one... Yeah, you look back at the at the game and the result. Like maybe we were a little bit lucky to win that, but in terms of from certainly from possession and chances created and shots perspective. But if you look at heart and if you look at fight and if you look at team spirit, we hundred percent deserved the all three points today, based on what we saw from Man United. They didn't want to be there. They turned up complacent. They expected a victory. They didn't get it. We fought for it. And we deserved it. And, and, and that's the difference. And that's what will set us apart from other teams in the bottom half. If we can show this fight, the results will come. Because you see other teams... You see the, the difference Carvalho's made at, um, um, at Swansea. You've seen Bournemouth you know, they've lost today, but they've shot up the league. You know, there's... West Ham have strung together a win or so. So they, 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 there's teams trying to claw their way out of this... Of this uh, you know this this relegation pit, if you like, and all it takes is one good result, and you shoot right up. It's a, it's a crazy league. At the same time, we're still only two points away from the relegation zone, so we can't get complacent. We've got to keep fighting. But to know that because everyone else is everyone's winning against everyone else, it really it's it, it's as easy to get out of as it is to get sunk sucked back into it again. So I think to not lose against Bournemouth is critical. I think away at Liverpool is going to be difficult, but we've played Liverpool. They can turn up and be amazing, but they can also be wasteful and they, they do have a poor defence. Bournemouth shipped four today as well. So 
with a new striker in the mix, there's no, there's no telling what we can achieve and there's no telling what points we can get, but we're not there yet. But it's a huge, huge win. Rafa did say that he prob we probably did need a win against the top six side, and that's exactly what we've got. And wow, against his biggest adversary. Absolutely stunning. What a performance. What a game. I'm definitely going to watch the whole thing again later because it was just incredible to soak up. I'd love to see it from the TV perspective as well because there'll be a lot of things that I've missed that you're probably shouting at me saying, why hasn't he mentioned that? Why hasn't he mentioned that? Well, I was too busy getting mental um, <laughs> in the stands and trying to piss off Sir Bobby Charlton. Um, fantastic, fantastic result. I hope you've enjoyed this video. Please give us a subscribe. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud or iTunes, please subscribe on there and rate me and like this video as well. Tell your friends about it because I love doing these videos for you and it, well, it's, it's brilliant when we actually win them because you can actually enjoy watching it and listening to it and reliving it. So um, we're on Facebook and Twitter as well, at The Two Network. Um, so please give us a follow on there. It'll be great. And get your comments in. I love to read all your comments. And if you've got any questions that you want me to address in the next one, um, I'll certainly be doing that as well. So I'll leave it there, but thanks so, so much. What a win. I can't believe it. I'm still, I'm still going, uh, I'm still absolutely going mental about it. Um, the adrenaline will not going to wear off all week. Can I, every Jordy tomorrow will be bouncing into work tomorrow morning. It's going to be fantastic. I've been Adam of the Two Network. Be sure to catch up on all of my other videos as well. Thanks very much. And we'll see you soon. Away the lads, come on! Spicy bye. -bye.